0: The Sexual Quantum Leap Podcast, episode 7. My name is Pierre Sosa, and I am here with Andrew Mio. Performance Anxiety. All right, so today we're going to talk about performance anxiety, what it is, why it happens, what you can do to cure it, and a lot of other cool stuff. So, um, I'm going to let you get, get this off the ground as usual,
1: Andrew. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in today. Performance anxiety is something that is so crippling for a lot of men. Usually when we talk to guys, it's two main things, getting it up, keeping it up, or going all night, which I'm putting into one category for now, or it is performance anxiety. And that all really ties into one thing anyway, because if you're anxious in the bedroom, and you're thinking, shit, I've got to do something, then it's going to lead to a lot of anxiety in the bedroom. So let's just talk about firstly the word performance. Now, when we're talking about the word performance, it is implying that you have to do something, that you have to put on a show, that you have to be like this dancing monkey, and you have to like put on these, um, do all these acrobats in the bedroom, and you have to be this certain person. And that word performance anxiety, that uh, word performance, is already leading a lot of men to distress and despair. Because it's putting them under such pressure and making them feel like they have to do something or it's giving them that perspective, I have to act a certain way. And what's this doing? It's already putting on so many layers and that's going to cause so much anxiety and so much confusion in the bedroom about how you should act, what you should do and how you should actually do certain things in the bedroom with that mindset it's actually wrong and i see that if you're having perform i see with a lot of guys and when coaching them on the retreats they go i've got performance anxiety in the bedroom and the big thing about this is it's because they're trying to be that person that they're not they're trying to do a certain thing in the bedroom they're trying to make something happen but really do they actually want to do this and the performance anxiety could come from like, I just met this girl and I don't know what to do. I've got I've got this awesome woman in my life. I want to spice things up and now I'm feeling um, anxious. But the thing is, it's like that word anxiety, like I've got performance anxiety. And then when you start associating with that word, what's going to happen? It's actually going to just, it's going to actually start putting you in that spiral of negativity because you start associating with it. I've got performance anxiety. We'll start talking later in the podcast about how to change that up and say, hey, I feel a little bit nervous and that excitement's coming up through my body. And yes, I might not know what to do, but then what we can do is slow down. But what we really don't wanna do and sticking to the um, point of performing is you don't want to be performing in the bedroom. You wanna be taking your time and enjoying the experience. And that's why I always drop into a concept called presence, not performance. Because when you can truly be present with a woman, what ends up happening, it allows her to relax. It allows you to relax, enjoy the moment, and enjoy what's actually happening. Instead of trying to perform and put on a certain mask and facade, like you're not a performer. Sex is not a performance. Sex is a beautiful act between two, two people who hopefully really care about each other. And when you do, you can start really exploring the depths of each other's soul you can start really connecting deeply and start having amazing sex and the thing is let's go back to sex for a second if you're trying to perform then you there's two think about this if you're trying to perform and she's trying to perform what ends up happening it's just like it's like two people clashing heads of thinking that they have to do something or be something else instead of being present being there with the person and then when you get to relax into the situation with the other person what happens? It's just such art. It's such beauty. And Pierre's constantly talked about, about sex being this this dance and it is fighting, fucking, and dancing. Sex is sex is this messy dance where you're not always going to nail it. Sometimes it's like rough, slow, sensuous, but it's more going with how you both feel in that moment and letting that take you, opposed to going, Well, Martha, last week we fucked like this. Now it's time to fuck like that again. It's like, no, every time is different. Being present to the moment, how you feel, and then checking in with your partner is so key. And then when you do this, take it slow, go with how you want to vibe in that day for sexuality. Like you might be feeling like I want to ramp it up and be really rough today and be really quick. And so she might be feeling the same thing. Or you might be like, going, let's take it really slow. Let's light some incense. Let's do that. But it's like what you genuinely feel that you want to do and that's going to help reduce your performance anxiety when you're in a relationship. But when you're with, like say you just met someone for the first time, like, oh shit, I have to do this certain thing in the bedroom. Don't. What I've talked about in other podcasts that, um, is talking about the buildup and that foreplay and taking your time and being dominant in the bedroom. And when you do this, she's like, oh, okay, this is a man who knows what he's doing. And by doing this, When you're starting to take control and take charge, you get to like lead the pace and you can slow down the pace, start taking deep breaths into your stomach, and when you do this, start leading the sexual adventure forward in ways that is not going to think not you're not thinking, quick, do this certain move. Because as soon as you start thinking that, a woman's gonna start feeling that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I I think what what, what everyone needs to understand when it comes to to sex is that if, if you're even concerned about putting on a show, everything is going to come off the wrong, the wrong way. Um, for sure, you you, you you can do a decent job while you really focus on the performing, but it will still, everything will be stuck on the surface level of things because as long as you're focusing on performance, you're in your head. Like, You you literally can't be in your head And move beyond performance At the same time Think about performance and being in your head It's the same shit, right? So, one thing I really recommend people doing If you are suffering from Performance anxiety Is before you sleep with a woman Don't talk A big game This is I know it can be Um a little bit scary to not do everything in your power to impress a woman. I know that. But the fact is, if you start talking about, yeah, so, um, <laughs> um, well, I have listened to every podcast of the Sexual Quantum Leap, and I've read all their articles, and i got their academy, and I've been to a retreat, and da, da 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 I am a master in the bedroom, I can make you squirt, and I can give you 50 oral orgasms, and all that cool shit they would teach you, if you talk such a big game, it can create an insane amount of performance anxiety. Um, I think if you are able to let the woman know what you would like to do with her from a place of am not trying to impress, that is amazing. Because they know what they're, what they're in for, which is great. It's called negotiation. We teach that on, on retreats as well. And you can even use that when you're actually meeting a woman for the first place. So, you know, honestly, she will be pretty fucking interested if she knows exactly what you can do. But you need to communicate that through a place of what you truly want to do, which has to do with getting in touch with your sexuality, which is a huge thing that we teach on, on retreats, how to find out what you truly want, if there was... Like, if she didn't have any friends to brag about and your friends would never find out and there was nothing about her to impress or anything like that, what would you actually want if there, were dead? Not, nothing would be a reflection of your status or how cool you are? What would you want then, right? And then you can communicate that to a woman from a place of here is what I am about and let's find what you are about and see if we are a good match for each other, right? versus the the framework of I'm gonna do this to you, I'm gonna do that to you, da, 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 da. do you like me now right that that's what that's the fucked up part right So for, first of all, when you are talking about what you want to do with a woman, um, focus on what you actually want to do and make sure you do don't say it in a way of trying to impress her That's number one
1: and make sure you can back it up. Yeah, <laughs> she's gonna feel that tension build up inside of you. You're gonna, like, yes, yeah, Pierre said, I'm gonna do this, that, and the third, and all of a sudden you get to the bedroom and then you're shaking. She's like, um, I can last a minute, but um, I'll do my best. So yeah, it's better to be honest and upfront from the start. <laughs> yeah,
0: 100. percent and and that's the second thing. If you don't have the competency right now, don't tell her you're gonna give her 50 orgasms. Don't do it. You're not going to be able to even get it up, right? <laughs> it's it's not gonna happen, right? But I know so many guys that are just like, they, 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 because obviously it's it's like a chick hears that you can do certain things, and maybe you listen to the podcast, you can actually break it down, so you can just make a big claim. Like, this is what I can do to you. And here is why I can do it. Here is how it's going to happen. And she's like, holy shit, this guy actually knows his shit. I need to sleep with this guy. And then you get, get get home and then you realize you have just recited the shit that me and Andrew have been telling you over the podcast and you don't actually know how to do it. And now you're going to be shitting yourself unless you're a bit of a psychopath and you actually don't care about delivering what you, what you promised, in which case... I guess talk as much of a big game as you like because she's not going to come back. But if you don't care about that, that's fine. But if you're a guy who actually wants to meet a girl again, don't talk a big game before you actually know that you can back it up fully, right? And number two, when you're about to sleep with a girl and you're having a little bit of performance anxiety, and this is common for very common for guys in, in uh, relationships as well and marriages. We spoke to a guy the other day who had uh, not... An issue with who had not an issue. That's very good English, Pierre. Mm-hmm. Uh, who did who didn't have an issue with um, the premature ejaculation or ED or performance anxiety at all, really, before his marriage. But the marriage started declining, and they started having sex less and less uh, frequently. And eventually, it was like every few months or so. So when they were about to have sex, he would get so excited that he would just basically, you know. His eyes would roll back, he, 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 and he would just laugh, right, right away, and that created even more anxiety because the next time when he would actually have sex, he would know what was about to happen, it would get even more nervous, and it would happen even quicker, right? Um, what to do, whether it's a new girl or a woman that you've been dating for a while or in a marriage or a relationship, what to do, in my opinion, is let this woman know that, honey, today. I am not interested in fucking you. Today, I want to make love, right? I know for a lot of guys, it's going to be like, no, but, but I want to be, I want to, you know, I'm going to be alpha. Yeah, fuck you, right? Just fuck you. This, this is alpha. Yeah. And then you tell her, I want to take it slow, and I just want to be inside of you. And I just want to feel like we are one. By the way, chicks really, really, really like that a lot more than you just thrusting in and out. When you're thrusting in and out, that really the only person who will be impressed by that is when you brag to your mates. That's it. You're, just, you're, you're basically fucking your mates when you do that shit. So, go fuck yourself. Anyway, tell her, I want to take it slow. I just want to be present with you. I want to be one with you, baby. Right? And then, before you have actually penetrate her, take a fucking hour to build it up. I'm not going to go on a, on a foreplay rant because we've done that lately enough. But you do that. And then once you actually start having sex with her, one thing you can do... I, 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 learned, I learned this from a from a, from a Tantra uh, teacher. After you penetrated the woman, you can literally just be just be there deep inside of her, just fully... Like, just being inside of her feels amazing to her because she's literally filled with you, right? And you can literally just be in there while you're looking into her eyes. On the retreats, we, we teach you a special type of eye gazing. Eye gazing is kind of known, but we, we have our own take on it because we create a couple of frameworks around it that, that, that allows you to really, truly connect with her on a deep, deep level where you can show kindness and compassion in your eye contact at the same time as you're literally fierce fiercely penetrating her soul with dominance in your eye contact at the same time so it says it's that gentle dominance through your eye contact and in your breath and in your presence while you're just still inside of her you're still you're not moving right and that can be an incredible experience for a woman and then if you like you can start talking to her and caressing her and doing all sorts of other things. And, dude, how are you going to have performance anxiety doing this? You're just present with her. You're just giving her, all of you, you're giving her your love and presence and masculinity.
1: Agree, agree. Now, we might not. you might not be the guy who's like absolutely going out there and explicitly saying that you're a beast in the bedroom and all this stuff on a flip at one eighty for a second because I remember on the first retreat I ever ran, I had a guy who was a virgin. I've dealt with um a few virgins since and I get it for the first time when you're having sex, you're like, but what about me? If I'm having sex for the first time or I've got my partner and I'm a little bit nervous about asking for something that's gonna cause performance and that's gonna cause the anxiety in the bedroom because what you're doing, you're now asking for something that you want to do and that's building up. But let's go back to the virgin story for a second. It is completely okay if you are a virgin. It is completely fine. That's the first and foremost thing that you should understand. When I, I lost my virginity at 17 years old, I go, I have to lose my virginity before I'm 18 or I'm a fucking loser. That was my mindset back then. You're calling me a loser, Andrew. Back then, I probably wouldn't Who's this <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you
0: would. Everybody would. I did it myself. So that is absolutely fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. I remember jumping when a call the other day with some guy. He's like coming to the retreat and stuff like that. And he was a little bit more timid and stuff like that. And he was a really awesome dude. And <laughs> basically, Pierre goes... Yo, man, when was the last time you think someone called me a pussy, huh? When was the last time you think someone called me a fucking pussy? The guy was like, uh, never. Yeah, and that's, it. that's right. Then I'm like, Pierre, you're a pussy. He's like, he's the only guy who calls me a pussy, all right? <laughs> anyway, moving on. It was a funny story. But this guy, it was, he was a virgin. He was so... The thing is, that's the thing. We get guys from all different sexual experiences coming on the re- retreat. It's just like... It was the perfect thing. It was like, this is the education he should have got from his father or from school when he was growing up, but he didn't get it. But what this gave him, it reduces his um, performance anxiety significantly because we go through your sexuality. say um, we'll talk about yours, hers together, but it goes into yours and that significantly drops it through exercises, breathing techniques, opening up about your sexuality, expressing what you truly want. All these things are so important. And... With either if you're a virgin or you have lack of sexual experience, this part is for you. What I want you to do is when you're in the bedroom for the first time with a woman. He, I remember he calling me up. I've had two guys now, in particular, off the top of my head, have called me up. Andrew, it happened. I'm like, what, man? They go, I lost my virginity, and I go, how'd it go? And both of the the times, they go, I was really anxious. I was really nervous. I didn't know what to do. Holy shit, I felt like she had more experience than me. What happens if she found out I was a virgin? I'm like, dude, relax. Take your time. If it is your first time in the bedroom, do not rush it. Take your time and enjoy the experience. Smell the roses and don't feel like you have to be this fucking... Guy who's a savage from 300 fucking like a beast. Oh, no. It was that TV show. What was that um, series that I watched? Oh, Sp- uh, the Spartacus. One- Sp- holy shit. If you want to watch how a dude fucks, go on Spartacus. How that guy fucks the... Uh, he fucks someone's wife. Like, yeah, he fucks the hookers and the wife. Look how the... Like, I feel like I get performance anxiety when I watch fucking Spartacus fuck. Jesus. Just go watch it. It's a TV show. Anyway. But it's like... It's like back in the days of like, uh, what is it, back in the days of... The Romans. Yeah, the Romans, how they're like, the debauchery, wine, and just women, and insanity, like, just watching how they fuck. It's amazing. I was getting turned on, like, holy shit, like, this guy's jacked. (laughs) I I can imagine you sitting here jerking off to Spartacus, you're like, yeah, that's it, that's a real man. (laughs) Spartacus, you know how to do what you do, baby. (laughs) I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, after I had sex after that, I'm like, dude, I'm a bitch, skinny, six foot fucking four, dude. I'm like, nah, I can't do this. She wants a Spartacus warrior. But anyway, you don't have to be that guy. And I on on, went on the retreats as well. I do a thing called transitions. So I have one of the models come down and I do transitions with her. I'm putting her all in different positions and transitioning through those positions and things like that. And guys watch this for the first time. And because I've been practicing and been doing this for so many years, guys look at me like, do I have to do all those positions in that amount of time and that fluidly? And I'm like, no, for me, I can't dance to save my life. I can do basic salsa. But what has saved me is like, literally I've been obsessed with fucking. So then I've been, that sex has been my dance of the fluidity and the moving and the transitions. And that takes time and it takes patience. And that's what happened and if you are like having lack of sexual experience and yeah like or you're a virgin take your time in the bedroom to build this up this might sound like really basic advice but the thing is it's so key because you're thinking i've got to do this certain thing i've got to be this certain person it's your first time you're going to be nervous you're thinking what do i have to do you've never had this feeling before what happens if she does this what happens if she does that Basically, presence is key, and you're like, oh fuck, but I can't be present. What happens if I don't get it up? The thing is, lay there, relax, caress her, touch her, enjoy that moment with that person. You don't have to do anything. The thing is, we have this big misconception of what sex actually is. You're watching porn, and as I said, you've seen guys get fucked, women get fucked really hard, and all these things, and you have to do all this elaborate shit sex can be just something that's slow sensuous and just really just building up and that sexual aspect is that build up over time as well so take that pressure off yourself if it's the first time you're thinking oh i should have done this i should have done that fuck that did you did you enjoy yourself did she enjoy herself but what happens if she doesn't come back for the for a second time believe me if you're open you're honest and you're authentic and you talk about what's going on for you and you're just really there with it and you're taking your time and you're enjoying the moment and when you're doing all this you're not putting that pressure on yourself to like quote-unquote perform what's going to happen you're going to enjoy it more you're going to relax and by that happening she's going to be like "Ah, oh, i feel more comfortable essentially when a woman is in her most in her most open state is so when her legs are obviously open because the man is dropping his seed into the woman. So it's such a vulnerable thing. And when you can be so respectful and so comforting in that moment and not make her feel like a slut and not make her feel judged and like really accepting her for her sexual expression by her being in that space of being, oh, I feel open and free, that's going to allow her to go, oh, I feel so much better around you. And that's the number one thing. And we'll probably do a we will do a podcast about how to keep women around how to really keep them around and how to make them feel so comfortable in the bedroom. One thing I would
0: like to add to that is you need to understand that it's also okay to be a little bit nervous. A hundred percent. It's okay. Listen, if, if, if you, okay, here's a good example. If you are a guy who has had an issue with premature ejaculation. You don't have that much experience. And if you would even attempt, let's say like a little bit of dirty talking, you would not even know the first thing to say. You would just mumble your words and feel awkward. And you don't really know how to go down on a woman. You're not sure if you've ever even really given a woman an orgasm. And this is the first time that you sleep with a woman that is your ideal woman. it's okay, you're gonna be nervous. It's fucking fine. But here's what you need to understand. Women get nervous too. They are worried, do I smell? They're, and here's the thing, you, you gotta realize. When a woman is sleeping with you, a lot of guys are a little bit like, oh, but you know, they, they, they think they gotta be at such a high standard. If she's sleeping with you, unless unless you're a mistake, right, that <laughs> happens. But let, let's assume you're not a mistake. If she's sleeping with you, that means she is very attractive to you, she's not opening her body and her mind and her emotions and her soul to you for no fucking reason, right? Women are a lot more picky about who they're gonna sleep with than men are, right? So if she's sleeping with you, she fucking likes you, dude! That means she thinks you're a really cool dude, she sees you as an amazing man, so she's gonna worry. Oh, am I gonna to be too inexperienced for him? Am I gonna? Uh, and she's worried about all these other things. She's worried about um, because every woman knows the stereotype of a woman just lying there like a dead fish. She's like, oh, am I? Is, is he gonna think that I'm doing the starfish, or is he gonna think that I'm mm, that I'm that I'm too quiet, or does she think think that I'm, I'm moaning too loudly, or is he gonna expect me to come so quick, or is is he this, or is it that, or is it this 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 this. Um, and the, the, am I a little bit, you know? The, oh shit! Am I gonna be on my period? Am I gonna smell? Ah um, oh fuck! I ate a little bit too much ice cream last night. Oh, is he gonna notice the freckle on my left pinky? You know, all these things are going through her mind. She is <laughs> fucking nervous. You are fucking nervous, and that's part of what makes this so fucking beautiful. You are two vulnerable human beings. You are physically naked, but you are emotionally naked with each other. And that's fucking beautiful. And you can both be nervous. Now, I don't personally think you need to say, I am so nervous and just like put it out there. But you can, if it helps you, you can. I don't think it helps that much necessarily though. I think what's better is to set the expectations like, listen, hey honey, um, first time we sleep together, you know what, here's what I want to do. Here's what I feel comfortable with. I feel comfortable with getting undressed. I want to do foreplay like this. I want to eat you like that. I want to test this. And you know what? I have recently started to listen to this sexual education podcast where they teach you about how to make women squirt, how to eat them out, how to fuck them, and all these other things. And I personally would really like to learn all that stuff. At the moment, I don't see myself as the best guy in the world, but I want to become a fucking master. I want to become a sexual powerhouse. So I would like to try these things. Listen, this I I, fuck-I can't believe I forgot about this. Back in the day when before before I knew anything about sex really, I would tell girls this. I'm like, I am studying sex. I want to become amazing at sex. I would tell girls this right off the bat. And they'll be like, oh, awesome. And I'm like, dude, I need a guinea pig. Can I practice? Giving you orgasms—it would be like girls that weren't even that into me. They're like, "Dude, it's a great deal. I mean, I just lie there, and you just do whatever you can to give me orgasm. I just tell you what I like and don't like." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "You—you you mean you're not here to—to—to." To, to, to ejaculate. You're here to learn to give me more orgasms and give me more in my experience. I'm like, yeah, I want to learn how to be dominant. I want to learn how to connect. I want to learn how to eat you out. I want to learn how to make you squirt. I want to learn learn how, how to give you orgasms through my dick. I want to learn how to, you know, find your G spot and V spot and, and all these other things. And I want to learn how to dirty talk and want learn all this. And I want to learn everything there is to be the best that you have ever had. I would tell girls this. This is back what I had I had absolutely zero game, zero, zero game. This is in the beginning when I started getting laid first. And when? This is 2000, fucking, I don't know, 10, right? (laughs) 2009, like this is early, early days. So, and I I didn't really have any game, but I was super, super passionate about getting really good in the bedroom. So I would tell girls this, and I'm like, by the way, I don't have much experience now. I want to become a master though. Can I practice on you? They'd be like, Dude, let's do it. And then as I got better and better, they started telling their friends, they introduced me to their friends, and they started introducing me to their friends, and one thing led to another, and it became, we'll talk about this at a later stage, but it became like a sexual referral system, which is a super cool thing we've developed, where you basically have sex with one girl, and then she starts throwing you all of her friends. It's pretty cool. But in any case, um, be upfront. Hey, I'm studying sexuality. I'm very curious. I want to become a master at it, but... I need something to practice on. Would you like to be my guinea pig, honey?
1: Yeah, I love it. Really do. Yeah, we've had that before. The referral system, we'll definitely talk about that soon. Basically, if you do a really good job at something, why wouldn't people want to refer their friends? And that's essentially what is happening. So anyway, with the performing, if you are trying to perform and do something, women innately know as well. They know deep down that you're trying to be this dude, you're trying to put on this thing. And I like to just call it out at the start. Like, as Pierre said, not like overtly just calling out, like, I'm so nervous, but yeah, you can feel that. I'm on, I'm on board with saying that as well. But the thing is, I love what Pierre said. It's so true with all the women, like basically saying there's so many things there going on, or what happens if I smell all that stuff? I'm in a shower today. Uh, what happens if I feel like this? All those things. We could rattle off like so many of those things. That goes through their mind. And the thing is, what you can do for the first time, I like to say something like this: like, hey, let's just take our time tonight. There's no expectations. We don't have to be anywhere. We don't have to do anything. Let's just really enjoy. Um, let's really enjoy and take it slow. How does that sound? And You watch them go. Oh, thank God! And you watch how like much they relax. And you, we know. And if something happens, it does. If it does, if we have sex, we do. We don't. It's okay. At the same time, and you obviously can see that you're gonna fuck. Yeah, it's got to that point. And then she just goes. Ah, oh, few, and the thing is, you're more likely to see this woman again because she goes, "Ah, oh, he's actually like really genuinely like trying to connect with me and make me feel comfortable." And then when you do, when you do this, it takes off that pressure of feeling like you have to put on this performance. You can just take your time and relax and enjoy. And I like to drop like a story, like, "Hey, you know what?" through my experience it's like really great the first time um sometimes the first time you connect sexually it's a little bit messy because you're figuring out each other's bodies and then the best sex um over uh, over time has been when i've actually got to know someone and got to connect with them a lot deeper and i get to understand their body they get to understand mine about my about what i like and what they like and then we get more comfortable and then when we get more comfortable we really get to explain each other what we like so I'm already opening up I say something along those lines and then we get to really talk about it It gives her permission to open up about what she wants to do and what she's always wanted to do and things like that and then when she's in that headspace she goes oh I feel comfortable and you can see that she's um, dropped her guard you've dropped yours but the thing is you have to go first and have this conversation and when you do you start seeing her go oh thank you and your retention rate of seeing her again is significantly going to be higher. Because the thing is, a woman wants to feel desired and she wants to feel comfortable around you. We have this principle that we teach at SQL. It's called the SS principle, safe and sexual. Making that woman feel safe and then once you make her feel safe, then the sexuality can happen. If she doesn't feel safe, then all of a sudden it's going to really um, put a lot of pressure on both of you and you're going to see her tense up physically. And then when you, she see her tensing up, that's going to put a lot of anxiety and going to put a lot of pressure on you to alleviate that. Basically, in short, be a good fucking human being. And that's why we have intense calls for people to come on SQL to make sure they're really good human beings. But when you're with a woman, just genuinely care about the person who's in front of you and she can feel that. And tying it back to the story of um, being a virgin or lack of sexual experience, when you can just go, hey, let's just take our time and explore. This is when you can just start having epic sex. And some of the best sex I've actually had is times when it's just like being really slow, really gentle and exploring each other. That's what sex is about. It's that exploration instead of thinking I've got to get to a certain destination there is no destination stop thinking about my destination i got to turn it like this put it like that then come on it like this and then after that pull it like oh, what the fuck is that i get that we get a lot of logical guys thinking that they have this sequence in their head to do but what i want you to do is alleviate that sequence be right there with her and then let it flow in the moment sometimes it's just so beautiful sitting next to a woman laying next to her for the first time Get it, Caressing her, putting her head on your chest and really scratching up the back, up her back. And then what you can do, you can start sliding her hand around the back where her ass is and then you can start playing with her clit just from that angle really gently. And by doing that, you can just start seeing her get warmed up and start seeing it as that slow cooker building up, opposed to going, oh shit, it's time to do that thing. Quick, 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 go do this, do that. go. And she can feel if like you're trying to do something or be someone you're not. Instead of just enjoying that moment and enjoying that beautiful person who is in your presence, and are you going to be nervous? Yes. Enjoy. I see that as excited energy and really, really tap into that. Going, oh, I'm a little bit nervous, but as Pierre said, it's two beautiful human beings getting to experience something so vulnerable, mentally and physically, with each other. And yeah, where was this one point? Got this. Oh. And taking, a girl, unless you've got something at the moment. <clears throat> no, go ahead. So I get it as well. Say you're a dude, you're a busy dude, you're a business dude, you run your own business or whatever that may be, or you're just a guy and you've got a full-time job, you're flat out all week and you've got numbers crunching in your head, you've got all these other things ain't going on for you. And the thing is, You're like, oh my God, I really, really like this girl. Like, I don't want to fuck it up. We get that a lot with guys as well. And I've had that a ton. I remember one of my long-term girlfriends, before I took took her to the bedroom, I was fucking nervous. So nervous because I'm like, I don't want to stuff this up. But I knew in my mind, if I kept thinking like this, I don't want to stuff this up. It's going to it's going to really give me a lot of grief in the future. Instead of going, let's just be here with this woman, let's just connect with her, and let's really open up and enjoy. And I really do love opening up and connecting with them from day dot, which um, really takes away that pressure. of going. what happens if she likes me? What happens if she doesn't like me? Fuck it, I like me, that's the thing. You get to a point, I like me, and if she doesn't like me, it's okay. But that took a lot of time to get to that point of like going, you know what? Having that self-love and that self-acceptance, so then when I do put myself out there, it's a vulnerable thing. But you know what? I know when I put myself out there and go, "Hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm about." You don't say that. You don't walk up. Hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. You say it, this is. You're basically explaining what you like and you're opening up, and you're just going fucking all in. I get that if you're scared and you're nervous at the first time. It's going to be tough. But I recommend, as Pierre's discussed before, about going really open the first time you meet someone so they can see what you are all about. And then when you start exploring in the bedroom together, that's when you can start um, incrementally opening up because she might be terrified to open up about what she wants to do because she's going to feel judged and things like that. But going back to the story, if you're a guy like, we had this one guy he's like busy business dude, 80 hours a week smashing doing the hustle and stuff like that he listens to our podcast shout out man you know who you are anyway he was like saying working his ass off doing that then he goes on a date he's just like been thinking about his business all week and the last thing that he can really think about is actually going oh what's that perfect thing to do and then when he gets on to the date he's like he's getting nervous because he's like shit that sex might happen and what What happens if I don't know what to do in the bedroom? What happens if I just get to the bedroom and I'm an absolute flop and I'm just like really bad? The thing is, what I want you to start doing is start just really getting these thoughts out of your mind of I have to be this certain person as we've discussed. I have to do this certain thing. Enjoy the conversation. That conversation beforehand is the foreplay. You can start dropping sexual innuendos and start like – um. Saying things about what you enjoy in the bedroom it could be a first or second date, but definitely when we're talking about this, don't be afraid to talk about sex on the dates and start building this up with her. So it's like the sex is happening now. But don't talk the big game. But what you can do, this is what you'd like to do. This is what you'd like to is What is what you'd like to do? This is what you'd like to explore. And then when you, I know what it's like, you're walking that girl back to her house like, oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, shit, this thing's going to happen. Sit on the couch. Get, sit on the couch. If you go back to her house, lean back, get a tea, get a coffee, put your fucking legs up, have a drink, have something just chilled. And then when you do this, allow the progression to flow naturally. And by this happening, you're not going, quick, I've got to do this certain thing. This is when you can take it fucking slow and start to really enjoy the subtle touches. Enjoy the kiss. Enjoy running your hands through the back of her head. And this is going to really slow this down. You're like, oh shit, the sex is happening. But when you've done this, you've taken it back to hers. You can enjoy moment by moment and that's going to significantly drop that sexual anxiety of going, quick, I've got to get to the bedroom and put it in. And that's why guys are thinking, oh shit, she's thinking I've got to be like this and do the sex thing like that. It's like no, the sex has already started as as Pierce had said, said so eloquently about the foreplay. Yes, that foreplay line, what which was that? That was great.
0: Um, everything is foreplay and foreplay is everything except
1: for sex. Sex is just sex. Sex is just sex. And then all of a sudden you get to the sex, and it's like, but the thing is, um, sex for women is that whole buildup, and they enjoy that. So enjoy that process every step of the way. It's like, oh my god, it's like I'm peeling off a layer of this woman every time I do this. The smell of her hair, just like the like the, the, like just looking at her beautiful neck and grabbing the back of her hair and kissing her, pulling her hips close to me. She might have her clothes on, but all these things. See this as the sex and what you're going to do, you're going to start relaxing more in the moment and you're not thinking, I have to do anything because I used to do this as well. Thinking when I'm with, with this woman, this was just the mindset I had, the sex has already happened. I, we've already done this. And what that does, it really gets me out of my head to just really relax with the person. Like, oh, this is already done. Let's just enjoy each other's company. And when you can do that, you can just see them really relax as well. Yeah. Here's a good
0: test to know if you actually should sleep with a woman. After you have taken the clothes off, let's say she's naked on your bed, would you be able to spend a good hour just smelling her neck, smelling her hair, kissing her on her neck, kissing her on her collarbone, kissing her up and down her thighs and on her belly, and just feeling how warm she is and how amazing she smells and how smooth and beautiful her skin is? Would you be able to just kiss her gently and look into her eyes and enjoy having this just feminine presence in your bed without once touching her tits or her pussy would you be able to just enjoy everything about her for a solid hour before even starting to actually eat her pussy and then spend another at least 20 to 40 minutes just enjoying being with her fucking pussy if you can enjoy all of this, then she's probably not for you, man. You you should not sleep with a woman who does, whose, whose mere presence is blowing you away, right? That sounds strange. If her mere presence is not blowing you away, if just her feminine presence is not making you feel like time has stopped and you are beyond the, the, the time-space continuum... If that's not happening, then I would just... Here's the thing. You've got to be willing to walk away. And when I say willing to walk away, it's not a dating tactic. Like, if she's being bratty or she is doing anything else, or if she's rejecting you, that you're happily walking away. Willing to walk away, it means you have a woman on your bed who wants to sleep with you, but for some reason, she's not making you 100% in the moment, and you're just loving everything, every single part about this experience. Then, in a non-fucking-arrogant douchebag way, I would actually end the interaction. You can actually walk away, even if a woman wants to sleep with you. And yes, that means, you're not gonna get to tell your buddies about how you fucked a girl. But it's better, like Andrew says, what are you getting from, from from DiMartino?" I think? I'd rather have the whole world against me than my own soul. Mm. And that's what this is all really about. This, there is a man who cannot say no. Is not a real man, right? Like, it's, the, you, you can tell me about everything that you've achieved in life. That is fucking amazing. But until you are willing to make real sacrifices and give up something that is pleasure in the moment in order to stay true to who you are, that's when
1: I have real respect for you. Boom. Now, I want to say something really hippie, so get ready and really start to feel enchanted. If you can't sit there with a woman, and as Pierre said, and I just want to add to this, if you can't sit there in bed with her naked and just admire the beauty that's in front of you, and really, this is where it gets hippie, breathe in her sexual essence. And when, (laughs) it sounds ridiculous saying this because I know some of the guys listening to this, but believe me, I went through some like weird hippie shit in the past, but it actually makes sense. Now, hear me out on this. You're probably going to tune out on the podcast for this, but here we go. You're sitting there and sometimes what you feel, do you ever feel a woman where you're so compelled and go, holy fuck, I just need to do this. And just even sitting next to her, the subtle touches of her hand. I teach a lot of subtlety with the sexuality as well, unlike the higher levels of courses that we teach. But on the retreat, should I say, but with this, it's just like the subtleties of like breathing in her sexual essence and like basically that's like you're like feeling her sexual energy and this might be a little bit like we were and hippie but at the same time what you do it starts to energize you and the thing is like like more advanced concepts is like really retaining your semen and like circulating it and using it for other things in your life transmutation things like this and that's a bit more higher level shit but when we start talking about that you can start like really being more in tune with the woman. And when you do, you can actually really just enjoy being in her presence and her sexual energy. And she starts feeling that. It feels like both your sexual energies are such a beautiful dance. And when that happens, she is going to really feel like, oh my God, he's here. He doesn't have that outcome. And by being present, you don't have that outcome. And she gets to relax because if she goes in like, this guy just wants to come all over my face and he just wants to come really quick, it puts her guards up straight away, and, and she just goes. I feel like this guy just wants something out of this. I to the feminine. I'm just like flowing and enjoying and taking your time. And yeah, you're not a faggot if you're like, oh, oh, I'm a fucking, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fucking, I'm not doing that shit. I'm a faggot. I'm not taking my time to go slow. I just going to ground and pound, baby. It's not the MMA. you fucking <laughs> Ground and pound. That's the best quick, I've ever heard. Quick, I'm gonna get on top and do the thing, and then like, I like, do. Literally, you're not fucking your mate. That's the thing is, you're taking your time with this beautiful uh, woman and get to really enjoy who she is. And when that happens, that's when she's like, some of the best sex is by looking deep in her eyes, relaxing, holding her close, breathing with her, all this stuff. This is the stuff where Pierre and I really compliment each other because I can go more into really deep hippie tangents about some more tantra concepts and then when we do this you can start start seeing like multiple orgasms things like this in the future like way way down the future full body orgasms without ejaculation because we actually do get some guys asking about this but i won't touch too much on this because it's some really advanced concepts but in saying all this breathing in her sexual essence and being present and don't be afraid to really relax and just enjoy the subtleties in the bedroom because the subtleties are where the real true experience happens in the bedroom because you can see that it's like that slow, gentle, and it's like slow, gentle, and nourishing type of sexuality. And then when you're with her, you don't have to go shit, I have to put on that mask. The last place you should be putting on a mask is when you've stripped off all your physical clothes should be in the bedroom, so then you can just be here, I'm naked, I'm raw, I'm here in front of you, ready to show you an aspect of myself, that I don't show many people, unless you're a man whore like Pierre, then, he's like, fuck off dude, (laughs) I feel some slut shaming coming on, you you shouldn't do that Pierre, but, thing is, when you do this, it gives you such a peace of mind, and, I want to leave it with that. Yeah, I th- I think that's fantastic. One
0: last thing to to add to, to that for me is you have to also understand that for women, um, it's actually not about the orgasms, right? Making a girl, uh, we we said it this a hundred times, but I'll say it again for, you know, the what do they say? The reputation is the mother of. Learning a mother of knowledge. Do you say that in English? That's a Swedish expression. I know at least. Pretty much the same. Yeah, you 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 get my point, I guess. Um, Making a woman uh, squirt, giving her oral orgasms, giving her multiple orgasms with your cock. um, These things are amazing, and in the moment while you're giving her this, like I've I've literally had women actually pass out like properly black out during orgasms because they've been so intense from some super advanced sort of concepts we have. I can't even explain it through words. uh, You'll have to be... We don't even uh, teach it at the basic retreats. It's more of the advanced um, uh, mentoring kind of thing we have. But in any case, you can do super, super advanced stuff, but still, it's not about the orgasm even for a woman. If you don't know how to give an orgasm that makes her pass out, that's fine. For her, it really is about the journey to that point. And even if she doesn't come, it can be the most amazing experience ever. She can feel so submissive to you. She can feel like she's truly surrendering to you and relinquishing all power and letting you take complete command of everything, right? Without having an orgasm. So you don't need to put pressure on yourself to, like, I have to make her orgasm, right? And, guys, listen. The reason women fake orgasms is because you care about it so much.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's because you are fucking buttered. Like, oh, but did, did her ex make her come? Was her ex bigger than me? Did he, did he thrust harder and faster? It's like, well, if, if he did thrust harder and faster in the same monotone fucking rhythm... It was probably shit, so don't don't think about that. It's for when if you can really be truly in the moment with intensity. So one big thing that we teach on the retreats is how to go from just pure presence. That's like the the, the starting point, but we take it from the presence to intensity, right? That that's really when you when you start embodying the uh, the masculinity framework that we have. Uh, we'll talk about that in a future podcast. It's called the Holy Trinity of Masculinity. <laughs> kind of a funny word. But uh, once you can be present with that intense masculine energy, then you go from just pure presence to real intensity. And when you're there, you don't have to thrust hard. You don't have to thrust fast. You don't even have to thrust deep. She will feel like this is the most intense experience of her life, and she has never felt more submissive ever and so safe and so held and so protected all at the same time. Um, so guys, if you're having an issue with you're feeling pressured, you're feeling performance anxiety and in any way, shape or form, don't. Number one, don't think about the orgasm. If, once you start learning how to really give women orgasm and that's easy, you will understand what we mean when we say that's just a party trick. That's mm-hmm. cool we can make it come sort of on command, it's cool, it's, it's obviously super fun fucking thing to have, but it really is about the story. It, it's like this, so for me, I'm, I'm a writer as well, and I don't only talk about sex, I, I write all the time. And what one thing that you have to understand when you're writing a story is that if, if you are trying to get to the end goal, to the, to the big resolution of the story, then no one's gonna fucking enjoy that shit, right? It's like if, like Anna was was touching on slightly yesterday. It's like if you tell someone, yeah, and then I grabbed her throat. It's like sure, or like, and suddenly he grabbed my throat with a firm grip while he stared at me with a gentle gaze. And it's like everything is 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 so descriptive, and you're painting a picture. What? And then out of nowhere fox appeared (laughs) you know it's 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 like you can you can you, you can do so much with your language when you're telling a story and that's what you should be doing sexually as well that's why i say sex is art and art is sex it's the same shit right um so without further ado that's pretty much what i have to say about performance anxiety for now i'm not sure if you have any last words
1: yeah, let's wrap this up and really cap everything up from what we've talked about today. So, the main one, the main concept that we wanted to talk, um, finish off with is presence, being presence, not performance. And we actually have a book coming out soon, so that will be in probably a couple of months. So, we talk a lot about the presence, not performance. We don't have a title yet, but it is about 40% complete. Also, with this, so presence, not performance, really relaxing into the moment, don't have that outcome and don't think you have to be this big porn star and do all this crazy shit in the bedroom. And remember, open your fucking mouth. That's what I always say, open your mouth and communicate with the woman and you can have a chat with her. She's nervous, just as nervous as you are. So when you can actually really connect with her and basically get her to relax, she's going to have a greater sexual experience. And her sexual experience is going to go up a lot more She's gonna because she's going to feel relaxed around you and the retention is going to be far higher and if you do lack sexual experience, it is okay. Take your time. Practice makes perfect. If you get a partner, if you find a woman who you're really into, what you can do, do not be afraid to open up and express. That was a previous podcast. If you haven't seen that one, go see it, but open up and express what you like about it and how much you care about this person. It's not coming across as needy. It just means you care. And When you can do this, she's gonna stay along. So then what I want you to do is have this um, sexual partner, have one, maybe two, it doesn't matter, three or four, but the thing is you don't have to do this for ego. Even if it's just one woman who you're into, even if it's not the love of your life, have someone where you get to explore sexuality. And what this is going to do, it's going to significantly drop your performance anxiety over time because once you have a woman, it's going to, and you start practicing and doing it over and over and over again, and when you find a woman who's really awesome and open to exploring new sexual things, and you basically make her feel comfortable about all this, she's going to be like, this is fucking awesome. I've got a great guy who respects me, who's, who allows me to be the sexually open and expressive woman. And what happens? She goes, awesome. I, I win, you win, and then you both get to explore your sexuality. And then next time that you're with a woman it significantly drops your own performance anxiety because what happens is you're like, oh, I've got so much practice under my belt. You're basically like, you're just practicing the craft, And that's the only way that the thing is, the way that I got good was basically, I had a fuck ton of mentors that I paid a lot of money to. And then I basically went out and implemented and practice it. So we're your mentors in regards to this, if you are listening and please go out there, practice and apply and let us know how you went with this, because that is the only way you're going to get good. If you just listen to all the podcasts, but you don't go out and apply, you'll still be in the same position. You'll have some good theory that you can tell your friends about, but application is the key, and finding someone to take you down that right path is the key. And getting a really good woman who is going to be open and sexually expressive. And then when you know what to do, then it is fucking game over. The connection is built. You know how to satisfy her, and she does not want to leave. So, on that note, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And if you want, if you love what we did, what you can do is share the podcast. That really helps us out. Share it with all your friends and family, especially if you're a man, share it with your dad. We've got a guy coming on the retreat, and he is bringing um, down his dad. He's like, "Oh, my dad just came out of divorce, so he is really um, super excited to be coming to the retreat." So. It's awesome to hear that people are sharing the message. And the thing is, it's like we're liberating men and giving women great experiences. So men win, men win, and women win. So it's it's a win-win thing for everyone. Men know how to do great things in the bedroom, and then women great get great orgasms and great sexual experiences. Everyone gets to connect. So it's a winning thing. So the thing is, if you've really got some great value out of today's podcast, all we ask you to do is share this with Share, share this with everyone you know, so then we can sh- keep showing the message of love and keep influencing and really helping all the people of the world so they can have great sex and they can like start to change their mindsets on sexuality, be more free within themselves and have these sexual experiences that they have always wanted. Now, if you do want more details on this, you can go check out andrewmeoch.com. and also if you are interested in a retreat, we do have waiting lists at the moment, but what you can do, you can send us an email or you can go on the Facebook group and you can apply for the application process, which is a six six part um, questions um, that you fill out in in depth. And then what we do, our team looks over it and we do get back to you as soon as we can. yeah, if any of that interests you, um, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and we'd love to meet you in person and change your life significantly.
0: Awesome. And remember, the best way to support this movement is to truly embody everything that we talk about, right? Whatever we talk about, take notes when you're listening to this podcast, if you, unless you're in a car. But whenever something really strikes you, something really resonates with you, write it down in a notepad. And then at night, really think about how can I truly embody this? Because this stuff goes far beyond the bedroom. But also, of course, what to do in the bedroom, write that down and really stick to it. But most of all, really embody this in real life. We are here to make men men again. This is a movement. This is a revolution. And we need you to um, step the fuck up and help men become men again. This is something we do for men and for women. This is for all of society. So do that and share this. And that's it for me.
1: Thank you very much. And we will see you tomorrow.